Cell phones in class, keeping quiet during classroom debates to avoid a social feud later at night, wondering who you can and can't trust due to anonymous apps. If you thought you had it hard in high school, step into the world of today and see what it's like to be a student in 2K18. It's not easy, but hey, it's not all doom and gloom either. Some brave souls are willing to spot the issues and come together to make their digital relationship a healthier one. In this episode, we interview a high school teacher, Shelby Roberson-Laura, and her two students, Lizzie Rulis and Katie Victoria, on the trials and tribulations of being a high school student during our digital age and the amazing organization Miss Laura started to make them all feel less alone. Listening to No Bounds, a podcast that explores how the internet and social media have changed our lives. Produced by Dina, engineered by Ali, and I'm your host, Mona. Welcome to the podcast, Miss Laura, Katie, and Lizzie. So, Miss Laura, you started an organization to offer teens support for managing, you know, their online interactions. Let's start by having you tell us about that. Um, so. Initially, I started the group because I've just always had a really close connection with my girl students, um, and I, I guess that's attributed to the environment that I foster in the classroom, that it's been able to kind of um, move outside of the classroom as well. So for, you know, this is my eighth year. For all eight years, I always have a group of girls that come to me in the morning, at lunch, after school. Oh, my God, we need to tell you this. This is the drama. Here's what happened with this boy. Can you believe she said this? And they've always kind of bounced those those stories um, off of me, and I've always kind of been there to provide support. So I kind of was like, I think that God is telling me that I have this platform and I need to do something more. So in year seven of that, I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? What is, you know, I have, there's some sort of responsibility because the story started to get heavier and heavier yeah. and they were weighing on my heart. Like these girls are going through some real things and they're coming to me. So what can I do? So I just, you know, I, um, I decided I'm going to start an after school program where I'm going to have workshops where we address things like self-love, the importance of self-love, um, you know, standards of beauty, um, competition amongst girls, all the things that they were bringing to me, I, I decided, like, I, I, I should have some sort of format where we have, like, an open discussion about these things, and then I can bring in strong women from the community to talk to them, too, um, to just kind of be a safe zone for them, to be a safe zone for them to talk, um, but at the same time, empower them to use their voices for positive change on our campus, positive change in the community. Um, so the, the way that we function really is just, I, I would just say as a support group. You know, we, ta we tackle tough issues. We talk about them. We talk about um, how we can move past them. You know, we have a lot of meetings where we just sit in a circle and, you know, talk and cry. Um, <laughs> you know, um, they're very open with sharing their vulnerabilities, um, their experiences. And so half of the time, the group just functions as that, like just a support group. So how have you ladies experienced some online bullying that, you know, some stories you can share with us? <clears throat> so I had a friend in sophomore year, and um, I don't know how it started, but I was there when she got the messages from AskFM, Instagram, how these group of girls just kept bullying her and everything. And then... Can you tell I, us... Sorry, can you tell us a little bit about 
Ask FM for yeah. What is what is Ask FM? It's anonymous. It's um anyone can post anything. You can post pictures. Sometimes people even put their own pictures, be like thoughts, just to see what other people would think of them. Wow. But this girl, like, she just got hateful comments. And so she just got tired of it. So she she decided to move to Riverside and live with her mom. She transferred. Whoa. But I was in that situation because I, I had to be her witness for, like, the whole principal was involved in everything. And, yeah. So what happened? Like, how did it all start? Um, I wasn't her friend at the time when it all started, but I had her for PE. And um, she just started, like, crying to me, like, out of nowhere. That's how we became friends because I was just there for her. And, um... She showed me all the messages and everything and how people made fake accounts and went on her Instagram. Started saying so many mean things to her. It was crazy. Do you know, like, why why her? Like, why her? She's very, like, op not open-minded. Yeah, she's very open-minded, but she's very talkative. Like, okay. So I feel like she might have said something to a group of girls that they just didn't like. Mm -hmm. And they took it the wrong way. So I feel like... Yeah. So, like, if you are the type of person to stand out, or the type of person that has a big mouth, or the type of person that's bold, you kind of make yourself an easy target? Yeah, I definitely think so. What do you think about that? Um, I feel like for me, that kind of just, like, makes everyone kind of closed off to themselves, really. Because, like, a school is a place where you learn, but obviously you meet your friends, and then you meet those type of group of people that you just click with, you know? And then for that notion to be like to come out saying like don't be yourself or don't do something that makes you happy because you don't want to be judged or you're scared of that is just it's sad really like I can't be myself because people are just gonna bash on me or like post something that I don't want on like social media just because I'm doing something I like or like I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is actually it reminds me of one of the topics that we touch on in our group and it's something that we talked about last year. I'm not sure if you girls remember, but we talk about competition and cattiness and how it's so rampant amongst the girls in high school and why it is that, you know, if um, a girl's walking into class and she's got really short shirts, shorts on or a really short skirt, um, why is it that the first thing that pops into our mind is, oh, that's slut? Right. And so that's kind of the basis for like, oh, did you see what so and so was wearing today? She's such a slut. And what really needs to be tackled is why are we so quick to judge somebody that is confident, you know, in what in her skin, the skin that she's in, as opposed to kind of thinking or kind of tackling what is it that's triggered in us to automatically judge and just say something mean about somebody else and make somebody the kind of root of you know, this social media explosion when is it really just our own insecurity that, dang, I have cellulite and I really wish that I could be wearing a short skirt like that? Um, I think, yeah, I think feel like girls, there are mean in general, but like online, kind of just it's a platform where you could be mean, but you don't necessarily, it doesn't like go, like they don't trace it back to you. If you like were to have like an account that's anonymous and like it's just like you just go bashing on people that you don't like. Yeah. It's just easier for them because no one knows that it's, gonna, that it's you. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that whole thing work? Like what's, what's like some of the worst things that you've seen on, is it, so it's, is it Ask FM or Anonymous, anonymous FM? Mm -hmm. um, it's Ask, I mean, Ask FM. Yeah, it's Ask. So what's like the worst thing you've seen on it? On Ask FM? Mm-hmm. Probably just the story <laughs> my friend told me. How yeah, they, what happened? They called her a bunch of like bad things. They would edit her photos into like it was horrible you could say you could you don't have to worry about like censoring yourself or anything oh. like that. yeah i know your teacher's watching <laughs> she, she's cool <laughs> she, 
like um they will just say like she's a uh, she's a like, yeah so many and she was dark skinned too yeah. so they would call her the n-word oh man it was they would edit photos of her it was wow it was horrible yeah and she showed me all that she even like sent me the photos like, wow yeah i mean how do you deal with something like that at such a young age like how do you think that people are processing that sort of bullying that's really intense i mean do you think that it's like the same type of sadness that we felt like when people bullied us in high school or it's just a different way yeah i mean i think it's absolutely amplified um because not only are you dealing with it yourself, but you also know that everybody else knows what was said about you. And so there's that added layer of not only do I know, but everybody in the world knows. And, you know, it's that that added layer of um, humiliation, really. Um, I know there's another site. It it was an app. It was called Ogle. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. No, I believe that this one was shut down. This And it was specific to schools. So all um, schools across probably the nation had access. Um, you know, you could search your school, mm -hmm. um, find your school on there. And then it was, I, I'm not super familiar with Ask FM, but um, it sounds like it was similar. The kids could um, just post a picture of somebody and they would literally just comment thoughts and then everybody anonymously would provide their thoughts. And so I remember going on there because um, the principal, the administration at um, our school site let us know, hey, this is what's new with these kids and we need to make sure that we're monitoring it. Like we need to make sure that if any of our students are on this, that they know that there are going to be consequences and repercussions for using it. But the things that were on this site were just crazy. I mean, yeah. guys were getting, um, attack too you know I had I had a student that I saw in there it said thoughts and then you know this just because he dressed uh, he had like a street style everybody was saying like oh he dresses like such a fool oh, um this kid's gay you know like just bashing on guys girls it would be thoughts you know you would see the comments that were coming in anonymously um I f***ed her she sucked 12 guys like just oh crazy God. stuff crazy crazy stuff and nobody could do anything because it was all anonymous um, this was a couple years ago, and I think that um, enough schools kind of band together to get it um, to get it removed because I actually, you know, did some research and looked up in the app store to see if it was still there, and yeah. it wasn't. I mean, they were teachers weren't teachers were fair, fair game too. I was on there sometimes just looking to make sure that my picture didn't pop up. And God, you know, like so it was like anybody was fair game because it was completely anonymous. Um, but yeah, the fact that this is the things, these are the things that these, these kids go through, girls especially, I feel like that was kind of why I wanted to do what I did with this group and just give them a space to, to at least just talk about these things, mm -hmm. you know, and, and let them know that, you know, there's support here for you. Um, I don't know, it's really hard. Oh, hold the pod. There are tons of anonymous apps available, all of them promising the same thing. Share intimate information about yourself or spread rumors and bully friends without any trace of who said what. As adults, we use apps every day, but for the most part, we use apps that are not anonymous. Our names are tied to the things we say, and we censor ourselves accordingly so we don't leave a digital trace behind that we don't want. Kids, on the other hand, are using anonymous apps, and that's the dangerous part. Those apps cater to a young population 
who can run their mouths without repercussions? What kind of culture are we creating where you can be a total jerk to a classmate without anyone ever knowing and then go back to school the next day as if nothing ever happened? Like when you read those comments and you read those things, do you just not take it seriously? Do you know it's all just a bunch of, you know, talk and, and like crap and nonsense? Or do you really believe it? Um, <clears throat> honestly, I just don't do anything. Yeah. Like what you said, I just, I think they're all talk. I think, I honestly don't even like <laughs> listen to what people call me anymore because most of it is not even true. Like, yeah, people just call me stuff because that's just, they, they want to do it. And, if that's what you want to do, it's fine, but I just don't. Because if I care, I feel like it will affect me. Mm -hmm. And why am I going to let something like that affect me? That's real strong. I, how old are you? 17. 17. That's really strong for 17. I mean, I, I like, harp over, like, any old thing. Like, I, I couldn't imagine being like, I'm going to just toss this over my shoulder. Yeah, I feel like for me initially, like, it does hurt because, you mm -hmm. know, like, why are these people saying this or, like, why are they being mean to me? But at the end of the day, you kind of just need to get in touch with, like, your own self and, like, oh, like, that's not true. Like, I love myself and, like, I know that those things aren't true about me. And then so I'm happy with myself. So those things shouldn't get to me at all because I'm, I feel good about myself. Where do you think parents are with this whole situation of how teens are living their lives online um, honestly like with my mom like sh I don't think she would ever understand what I'm going through because in her generation they didn't have apps or anything like yeah they experienced bullying but so much like what you were saying like it's much more different so it is like I did talk to my mom about it she does support me and everything but there's so many other parents that don't do that or other kids like can't really trust their parents like mm -hmm. with social media you know so yeah so you think they're, they're disconnected? Yeah, they're for sure disconnected. I feel like kind of revolves around their own schedules as well. Because I know, like, most of my friends, like, their works, I mean, their, their works, their parents just constantly work. Mm -hmm. So they're not really there, like, 24-7. So um, they don't really have someone, like, their parents, like, to have that um, sort of conversation about, like, talking about social media or anything like that. So what's the phone policy at schools? Um, so the phone policy definitely differs depending on the district and also the high school probably has their own, you know, policies. Um, the phone policy at our school is that um, the students may have them before school, anytime during break passing period, at lunch or after school. The only time that a phone cannot be out is during class time. Um, does that actually happen? No, the kids have their phones on their desk all day, you know, like as soon as the teacher turns their back, they're texting, they're snapping, you know, I have to say at the beginning of the year all the time, like, don't snap me. If I find out that you guys snap me, that you put me on your social media or anything, it's going to be a problem. Like yeah. the fact that I have to give disclaimers like that wow. is scary, you know, um, yeah. and it's kind of like teachers, we just kind of choose our battles when it comes to the phone, because it's like, do I really want to spend, you know, 20 minutes of these of the 56 minutes that I have to be teaching to keep saying like put your phone down put your phone away turn on you know um so it's kind of like for myself I give a warning if it becomes an issue you know I take it for the day if it becomes a bigger issue I send it to the office but these kids you know like they're addicted to the phone it's yeah. it's scary like they cannot go uh -huh. five ten minutes without looking at their phone oh my goodness yeah. I can't either 
Right, right. But I mean, you think about how distracting that is in a classroom. Yeah. They have 56 minutes to get the to get whatever curriculum it is, right? And right. 10 a minutes, you're staring down at your phone, you know, and then every five minutes, what are we doing right now, Miss Laura? What, oh what, what's God. happening? It's like, well, get the fuck <laughs> off the phone, you yeah. know, and you would have heard what I said. Hold the pod. Parents, we can't expect teachers to continuously interrupt their curriculum to manage our children's phone usage. So we have the responsibility of communicating phone rules while at school to our kids. And kids, if you're a student listening to this, you need to understand that by choosing to be on your phone while you're in class, a place where you're nurturing your brain to grow, you are robbing yourself of that. I know it's hard for all of us to put our phones away, but there's a point where you need to understand that it's up to you. You are still in control. You can say to yourself, I deserve to learn, to listen, and to grow. And I'm going to give myself that because I want to develop. And hey, there is still time. Even if you're a senior, there's still time to say, I'm going to choose to focus. Stay woke, guys. We are all in control. We do still have kids that fight it. You know, I had last year one girl um, who, you know, I'd say, give me your phone. No. And she just blatantly refused. So at that point, I was like, well, this is one of the battles that I'm not going to fight today. So keep your damn phone. (laughs) And and if you do battle her, guess what? People are going to snap you battling her. And she's going to start throwing herself on the ground. Exactly. And and it's going to be a fail. Exactly. So that's just kind of um, one of the times where you just call the parent and say, look, your kid is too distracted by the phone. And, you know, a lot of the times we have parent support, but a lot of times parents are kind of disconnected and are kind of like, well, I don't know what to do because I can't get her off the phone at home either. Yeah, so it's like, what do you do? Um, but no, in terms of um, you know liability and not being able, we we still have the right to do so um, because we have it outlined in our policy. I mean, how are you going to teach someone anything if you can't capture their attention for longer than twenty minutes exactly. at a time? How are they going mm-hmm. to be entrenched in the knowledge and in that? In that information. Mm-hmm. How do you battle that? It's hard. But, I mean, for me, I feel like, <clears throat> and I teach um, I teach honors juniors, and then I have um, seniors as well. I feel with my my honors juniors, and I don't like to say this because I don't like, you know, yeah. like pinpoint, but these kids, they enjoy reading. <laughs> they enjoy <laughs> writing. For the most part, they're taking honors because they are, you know, they they want that challenge. And so the phone issue is not as much as a struggle in that class because the kids are so worried about their their grade. Right. You know, my seniors, my seniors are a little bit more like, "Mm, you know, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Um, Who cares? And so the buy-in is much harder for for sure. So I definitely see the difference in the the different courses that I teach. Um, And it's like, but what can I do? I can't, I can't babysit you. And yeah. I can't spend the time that I'm supposed to be teaching, you know, just paying attention to who's on their phone or not. So, Because, right. like I said, your time would all be gone. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, do you think that they deal with a lot of the same challenges that we dealt with, that you might have dealt with if you were in high school, 2005, 7, 10, you know, and they're dealing with the same challenges that people dealt with, like, in 2010, but through different mediums? Or do you think it's way worse now? Mm, I think it's a lot worse. Um, I would say they deal with kind of the basic same things in terms of competition and whatnot. But um, I just think, yeah, it's it's 
amplified because everybody, and I also think that, um, I don't know, Twitter and just any of those anonymous um, social media platforms that allow people to just talk crap and have um, no accountability, I think that plays into it because I think I really do feel like kids are meaner. I feel like they're meaner and I feel like it's because you know, online, you could say whatever, and there's no accountability. And, you know, we see celebrities saying whatever to whomever, and there's no accountability or, you know, um, people just say whatever they, they feel online. And I feel like that kind of translates over into real life where kids now just say whatever, and there's like really no sense of empathy, um, or there's a serious lack of empathy. So I, I definitely feel like these are the same issues that we dealt with you know, 90s, 2000, but I, I think they have have it much worse. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the lack of accountability is huge, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, when people would talk crap, you know, you'd be like, so-and-so said blah, 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 and then you could go up to her and be like, what's your deal? You, got, you, you have an issue with me. But now you could be your friend, right, who's mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, that way it's, it's kind of hard to trust people. Right. I feel like that's trust like nowadays you don't even know who's posting or who's saying those things about you it's just hard to trust it and that's like hard to develop relationships like just between like your friends or like people new people mm-hmm. yeah that's really interesting just that whole aspect of trust for sure um you know so what about what about if someone were to be like well just turn it off you know what like if why don't you just delete it from your phone why are you even using instagram why are you even using ask ask fm like is that a solution or is that like not a real solution? Mm. I feel like that's a band-aid solution to a, a, a greater problem. I feel like why aren't we addressing the fact that people feel so comfortable just being mean on social media and not having any accountability? I feel like, sure, I can turn it off, but shouldn't I have the right to, you know, post my little pictures of my trip or of my birthday party without having somebody come on and tell me what a fat I am? <laughs> right? I, I feel like yeah, there's absolutely. there's a deeper a deeper rooted issue there and to just say like, oh, you should just delete it if you have a problem with it. That's hard because, you know, so I don't get to be in on the fun. Now I have FOMO because, you know, now I don't even see the pictures, right? When I should have access, but I shouldn't have to worry that I'm going to be attacked. People are real tough behind the screen. Mm-hmm. Real tough. Twitter thugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's totally true, Shelby. I think you brought up a really good point because a lot of times people are like, well, I'm just not going to let my child go on social media. Well, you know what? It's the parents' fault. Mm-hmm. Why are they even letting them use the app? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you just brought up a really good point. These, these people want to engage with the new mediums in our life, with the new normals in our life, and they're getting a lot of crap just for doing the new normal mm-hmm. so like recently with you know with the whole las vegas shooting yeah i decided to post something about like gun control mm-hmm. and this kid he goes to my school he just started like posting really mean things and i just didn't bother to comment i'm like that's your opinion i honestly don't care but he just started like taking it personal i'm like okay you know i'm gonna comment chip hmm. back mm-hmm. so you can so you can leave me alone and then i did and we just gonna argue and i just stopped and then he decides to block me and then post pictures of me on his social media. Yeah, and my friends, they're defending me, obviously. They're, they're sending me pictures like, hey, look, this guy is, like, posting of you. And I tried messaging him. He, it was awful. Like, at the end of the night, he decided to delete all of it. But it's, like, the idea of me, like, there was other people commenting things about me, too. 
just about me, like, con- just supporting gun control overall. Mm-hmm. Kind of, they call me, like, she's a stupid bitch, she doesn't know anything, guns are, like, our rights or whatever, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it was just, yeah. Just for stating your opinion yeah. on a very common issue, you got bullied so aggressively. Yeah. And I don't see him no more. Like, at school, I would see him. He would avoid me. But, like, it was just hard just me not be able to, like, defend myself. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, you know, how is that going? Now, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you're going to second-guess yourself next time there's a social issue and you have an opinion about it? Oh, yeah. Honestly, on social media, I do not even comment my opinions anymore. Like, on Snapchat, I would say some things. People would be like, well, you're wrong. This and this is that. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to say my opinion anymore. You guys do you. I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, I get why you would want to do that and why you wouldn't want to deal with the noise, you know? But that's, like, a concern where it's just, like, are we raising people? Are we naturally going to be people who just keep it quiet, don't say anything because we'd rather not deal with it? And then what? what's going to happen if no one speaks up anymore? I never even thought of it like that. I just, because I hate drama, I thought it was just so much for me. I honestly, like... Right now, I don't really speak up anything. It's just my life is so peaceful now, you know? And that sucks because I can't even say my opinion. Like, in class, if I say something, people argue back. And social media is so much worse. Like, literally, they could just block me and I can't defend myself. That's a that's a very interesting and new reality, I think, that we're going to deal with is that, you know, she, she said, I'm more peaceful now. Mm-hmm. You know, but at her, at the, at the expense of her peace is her dissenting voice, mm-hmm. you know, and we need that in society. We need people like you who are going to be like, no, this is what I think, because if we don't speak about what we think, and if we don't have the courage to say, I am against guns, I am, even if you want to say I am for guns, if you don't say what your opinion is, then we lose what makes us different and strong and special in that dialogue, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel like... Thank you. (laughs) I feel like what you're saying, how, like, society's kind of conditioning everyone to be scared to speak up for their own opinion, I feel like I could see that. Like, I know, like, me, myself, like, I'm scared to post my own opinion because it's just just scary what kind of, like, like, effect it would have, like, on everyone, on myself. It's just... I feel like society and social media, like, we're being conditioned to, like, not speak up and just say what we think or, like, it's crazy how, like, that's happening. And it's just, like, we're kind of letting it happen, you know? Mm -hmm. No one's really, like, standing up for each other. Like, we have our friends, but, like, everyone else on the outside that's, like, seeing this or, like, also commenting, like, they're not really doing anything as well Mm -hmm. because they don't want to get, like, that kind of, like, hateful comments or, like, people attacking them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and to just add on, there's also this divide now where if you don't believe what I believe, then we can't even be friends, and we shouldn't even be friends on social media, right? I know there's um, that in my life where for a long time I was kind of like, if you're going to say that and if you're going to agree with what this person says, then you're not even the type of person that I want in my life. I don't even want to see your comments on (laughs) social media. you know. And then I kind of had to check myself like, wait, but this is still a good person. Mm -hmm. I love this person. This person, if, you know, I needed somebody to come watch my my son for me, this person would be there in a second. Or if I needed, 
you know, somebody to somebody to help me out with whatever pro- um, project, this person would be there for me in a second. So it's like we're now starting to put ourselves in like these little categories of, you know, not even wanting to associate just based off of the things that people say on social media. And it's kind of sad where we can't just have conversations with differing perspectives and just respect the differing perspectives and just move along with our days where it has to be like, you're so dumb, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't even, you know, it's like we can't even have conversations anymore with somebody that doesn't believe what we believe. And it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah. We totally need that debate. And especially in the classroom, right? Like, especially like in high school, teachers need to, like, they want to initiate debate or you read a book. What do you think? What do you think? But maybe people don't really want to, you know, if you know that this person is popular on social or, or robust or whatever, maybe like if she's expressing her opinion about something, you're talking, have a debate in class, you're going to be like, I'm not even going to go there with her. I'm not even going to express what my mm-hmm. opinion is because she could retaliate against me online. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. that's yeah. so true. Like, honestly, like on debates, I'm like, I'm not even going to try with her because she's going to get her whole like group of gay, gay girls and mm-hmm. just go against me, like... Not even gonna try. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like, um, just I feel like with that, like with that popularity within school, just reflects their popularity on social media and what kind of platform they have. Even if it's like a small one, but just within like a high school environment, it's still like a platform that like a bigger platform than they have than everyone else, and they could use that to their advantage. Yeah, and yeah. and so that that real life experience translates over to the online experience so you're in real life and you're just like I'm not even gonna go there because it's gonna seep over to online and I don't want to deal with that yeah that's for sure and then that also kind of what happens online kind of seeps into um, the school environment because this year has been so tame, thank God. Last year we had so many fights. I can't tell you how many fights I broke out. I you know tried to break up right outside of my classroom because she was saying this to her on da da da, and so and so got into it, and you know girls fight just as much as boys do, but like physical. So it's like all of this starts to seep into. Um, you know, the school environment too. Wow. So like, you know, a late night feud on Instagram or Snapchat, you see that person in school in the morning in person. And she's getting dragged. Her hair is getting pulled. She's getting dragged. Yeah. So people at least still have some gumption in them to do something in person, right? I mean, that's a horrible thing to think about, but I mean... So it does, it's spilling over. It's spilling over here, it's spilling over there, you know, and you guys have this group where you're trying to wrap your heads around this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's helping you a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love she. She's great. I feel like I'm just, like my opinion, I wouldn't like be brave enough to say it like online, but within this group, it's just like we're all so we respect each other in that sense that we could say our opinion and we know that it's valued and everyone would kind of just like take it in in their own perspective and just kind of like maybe not agree with it but like just take it in and be like yeah that's like a whole nother just whole different perspective that I've never thought of and just see it that way and it's just I love these girls these girls are so loving caring and passionate people that I've ever met and I've like we've, we've I've been in this group since last year and it's like this the first year that we started it so it was just like when Miss Laura presented this group it was just kind of like wow like this is great like we're gonna have this safe space on campus like something that I've never um in- experienced before and I'm just I was just so excited for it 
And it's called She. You're she, like, yeah. That's awesome. That's a great <laughs> Sisterhood happening effortless, effortlessly. Aww. Say it again. What is it called? Sisterhood happening effortlessly. Oh, my God. I love that. Goosebumps. <laughs> I mean, do you think that all schools should have something like this? Oh, yeah. I definitely do. Like, because in middle school, uh, I have my group of friends, right? We all separated, but they go to this other school named Santiago. And they tell me so many problems. So, like... They can't really talk about it with their friends from Santiago because, you know, fights and everything. I'm just like, dude, like, you guys for sure need something like she over there. You know, just, I wow. really do think every school should have, like, something with, like, girls, boys, you know, something that mm -hmm. just helps them, you know? Totally. I mean, we need to invest in something like that. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel like with this at our school, just, like, the group of <laughs> girls... I feel like we kind of just individually, we kind of do try to, like, just put it out there into, like, our own campus. And, like, in our group, we're kind of just like, yeah, we got to, like, support each other. Like, girls have to have each other's back. And I feel like I'm like that. You know, if I see someone wearing that, it's like, girl, like, you look so good in that, like, dress or, like, something like that. Just, like, even that one comment kind of just brings up, like, their day, you know? And I just feel like everyone should feel like that all the time. Everyone should do that all the time. And just should be normal. And it's crazy, too, because even she is supposed to, like, help other girls and empower other girls. There's literally other girls talking smack on oh, she. Oh, wow. Really? Like, yeah. how can you talk smack on a club that we're just trying to, like, help each mm -hmm. other, support each other? Like, you're mainly the reason why we have to do something like this, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? And it's just crazy. I think they need an invitation to she. <laughs> <laughs> so... What would be like your hope for someone who is like going through an issue? Like, how do you? How would you say like you know that you would hope for them to get through it? Um, <clears throat> honestly, it it would all drift away. That's why I tell my little sister when she has a fight with a friend, everything will be okay. It will be past. It will be gone. Like, it will do. Everything will be forgotten in a week. You know, because mm -hmm. nothing lasts forever. Probably like those photos, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like you with the drama some girl on social media it's, it's gonna be forgotten in a month or something like don't stress about that don't like put your head around it cause if you do you're just gonna make yourself feel way worse you know to just accept that everything is it's fleeting it's here and it's gone and nothing lasts forever in that yeah. regard yeah for sure yeah and then also like um just don't let it bring you down, you know? Like, words can be words, and, like, co people could comment whatever they say. Just kind of, I feel like people just need to get in touch with themselves, you know? Have that, like, sense of, like, self-love and, like, just have that kind of power for themselves and just, like, use it just to get over, like, tough things, you know? Especially, like, on social media where things get, people are, like, are really mean. You're both very, very strong girls, and I'm really, really happy that you guys came on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, you so yeah. much. And thank you, Miss Laura, for thank bringing you. these amazing ladies with you and for everything that you're doing with She. It sounds awesome. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you guys loved it, please make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe so you can find out whenever we drop our new episodes. Stay woke, y'all. Peace.